0: Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock at 5:34, and Jimi Hendrix
1: to back Stephen Dave in Rock 102. Never has there been a smoother transition from Jimi Hendrix to Dr. Westchesterson than that one right there. That's a professional at work over there, folks. Well, I hate to brag. That's a Massachusetts broadcaster Hall of Famer. Yeah, I
0: don't know if that would have been the reason they would have <laughs> put me in there. Anyway, uh, hey, listen, today we are going to be talking to actor Christopher McDonald. It's going to be at the uh, Thunderbirds game tomorrow? Yes. Tomorrow. Yes. So we'll be talking to him about that. Well, he's the legendary Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore, right? Yeah, but you know he's also starting a bunch of other things, too, like an insane amount of stuff. Yeah. And uh, you can always Google his picture if you don't know who we're talking
1: about. Hey. Once you see it, and you say, oh, that guy. Right. Uh, today's National Earth Day. Got tips for you. It's also National Day of Silence. We might try that one as well. Starting now. <laughs> okay. It's just about 5.36 with Back Stephen,
0: Dave and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's classic
1: rock. It's 552 and Bad Company. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Hey, that song, Feel Like Making Love, uh, kind of could be the theme song of one of the big news stories we'll cover a little bit later on this morning, uh, one of the local ones. All right, uh, let's see. Hollywood
0: Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert on all water supply systems, from the well, through the pump, and into the house.
2: Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash.
1: With yours truly, Dave Coombs, filling in for Steve Nagel one more day. Steve returns from vacation on Monday. And, Steven Tyler did it again, Bex. He went to a steakhouse this time. Yeah, the front man for Boston-based rock band Aerosmith stopping by another Massachusetts restaurant this week posing for pictures again with patrons and staff now you remember earlier this week he was at the barking crab seafood restaurant in Boston and his backs just told you this time a steakhouse Wednesday evening Stephen Tyler dining at Alba on 53 it's on the south shore town of Hanover Alba on fifty three posting photos of almost its entire staff gathered around Stephen Tyler, calling him a quote super nice guy," and the experience quote a night for all to remember. Well,
0: you know, there is plenty of great restaurants out here in Western Mass. He could have gone to. Yeah, you know, it would have been uh, nice to see him say like uh, the Student Prince mm-hmm. or uh, Theodores or Nadine's yeah, or I mean, any of the places
1: that I go. Grabbing a lunch at Frigos, where I go every day for my wraps and sandwiches um he's also know, well yeah, maybe he goes to Frigos, but that's
0: kind of the place you that's really like for takeout Yes. you know I'm, i mean i'm talking about like sitting down dining over like a big giant pretzel or uh, <laughs> like a like a
1: veal shank you know what i'm talking about yeah i don't think tyler's eating any of that stuff i gotta believe he's like a a light eater just looking at his weight he just went to a steakhouse i know and he just
0: went to a seafood restaurant probably had the fisherman's basket which is loaded with <laughs> fried stuff and tartar sauce and French fries. And then worked it off afterward. Yes. A, with, about, like... with about an hour on the unicycle. And you know, honestly, mm. when you've uh, when you've ingested every possible drug <laughs> yeah. that there is to take,
1: mm-hmm. what do you care if there's a little bit of the cholesterol in your meal? Sure. Not not that a few cigarettes wouldn't cure, by Absolutely. the way. Absolutely. So congrats to Steven Tyler for being a fan of the everyman. And having a terrific metabolism. Yeah, for sure. Hey, the New York Post has confirmed that Al Pacino has a new girlfriend. He's 81. She's 28. Her name? Noor Alfala. Just not, not her a name, member. My old lady. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, a source saying she used to date Mick Jagger and <laughs> also Clint Eastwood. <laughs> So she's got, a, she's got a thing for the older guys, apparently. Older rich guys. Yeah. Deadline reporting that production has been suspended on Aziz and Sarah's directorial debut being mortal. All because of a complaint made against one of the actors for inappropriate behavior. He's probably just happy that the complaint's not against him. Right? Bill Murray was the actor yeah, being charged with inappropriate behavior. Unknown at this time, if the star of Lost in Translation and Caddyshack and others will continue his involvement with the project, I guess he'll have to discuss that with the director, Aziz Ansari. Well, I've heard all kinds
0: of uh, stories about Bill Murray. I heard uh, mm-hmm. he once took a, like an urban assault vehicle across the, the Russian lines Yeah, uh, once, and more, <laughs> he get himself into a pickle. And uh, there was another one where he caused a ruckus at a summer camp, and I also saw him trying to kill rodents on a golf course once. Yeah, really? He's he's trouble. Is that a real-life story?
1: Real-life story. Wow.
0: Documentary I saw.
1: He also crashes weddings and just shows up and photobombs people all the time. Right. And some of those are nice, friendly incidents, but then there are the other ones where he steals golf carts and goes on drunken rampages. Right.
3: Hmm. Or
0: like an egomaniacal meteorologist that keeps living the same day over and over and over again.
1: I didn't hear that story. Really?
0: Yes. Oh. Happens like every February or wow. so. Wow.
1: When was he a meteorologist? At what point during his career? I missed that. During the Groundhog's Day celebration. Really? Yes. Okay. Hey, White Men Can't Jump celebrated its uh, 30th anniversary this week. They had a big reunion at the Oscars this year. White men can't
0: jump. Really? Well, it's been 30 years, so I know this white man can't jump like he used to.
1: Right, but... Is that the kind of movie that deserves a 30-year anniversary celebration? Not sure. It was a big hit. That was a, uh, that was a box office blockbuster. I don't know about that. But one of the stars, Rosie Perez, revealing to E! Daily News that she had feelings for her on-screen love interest, Woody Harrelson, during the filming of that. Can't say I blame her. The, the actress saying she, quote, definitely had a crush on him, but we, quote, kept it professional, she said. Can't say I blame her on either count. Right. And Alex Baldwin was overheard earlier this week telling an entertainment journalist that his seventh child will have an all-American name. Now he and his wife Elaria, have traditionally chosen Spanish or Italian names for their kids like Carmen, Maria, Lucia, Rafael, Leonardo, Rom- Romeo, and Eduardo. But apparently they're going all-American this time around and Somebody heard him mentioning that he might name the kid Babe Ruth or Chase Manhattan. Boy, Babe
0: Ruth is tough to uh, tough to follow, especially Babe? if the kid's very unathletic. Babe Ruth Baldwin? I
1: kind of like it. I think it has a ring to it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, what happened to a good name like Butch? Butch Baldwin would Butch be good Baldwin. as well. That yes. would be pretty good. I like that. Yeah. Billy Baldwin. No, that's taken already. Yeah, that took, wow. I, I mean no. they could be Billy Baldwin the second. <laughs> Daniel oh, What? No. But after the first, why would you want to replicate it?
1: <laughs> right. Well, they he Billy Baldwin is he No, he's he's the handsomer because he's the second in line after Alec and they get uglier and uglier as they go. So I guess Stephen Baldwin would be the ugliest one, right? I really haven't put them in an order. Oh, there's a definite order to that. Yeah,
0: I don't have them in, like, an
1: NCAA-style bracket. At one time, because I'm an only child, I officially applied to become a member of the Baldwin family because they had a connection to upstate New York where I used to be a broadcaster. I wanted to be the fifth Baldwin. I thought that we could make, like, a great basketball team together, you know? What did you eventually do after broadcasting? Still waiting (laughs) for that to happen, I think. Could happen at any moment, especially if we engage in National Silence Day today who knows anything could happen it's still time coming up next the 102 second sports on rock 102 7 a.m it's 604 on rock 102 the weather today 60-ish today and tomorrow actually highs in the high 50s on Sunday lots of sun all weekend long the weather is brought to you by aqua pump an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house here's your 102 second sports on rock 102. Celtics up 2-0 on the Nets. Game three tomorrow night at 7.30 in Brooklyn. Last night in NBA playoff action, Memphis over Minnesota. The Grizz up 2-1 in that series. And Dallas over Utah. The Mavs up 2-1 on the Jazz in that series. Also, Golden State beat Denver. And the Warriors are up 3-0 in that playoff series. Hockey last night. The Penguins destroyed the Bruins 4-0. The Bees had 52 shots, no goals, a career-high number of saves for Penguins goaltender Casey DeSmith. In the AHL, the Thunderbirds in action tonight in Bridgeport. Then they conclude their home slate Saturday against Wilkes-Barre-Scranton and Sunday afternoon against Providence. And then it's into the playoffs and on to a Calder Cup, hopefully, for the T-Birds. In baseball... Toronto over the Red Sox 3-2. to The Sox are in Tampa Bay against the Rays at 7 o'clock tonight for a weekend series. And we told you about that junior college pitcher who tackled a home run hitter on the third baseline. Well, he was suspended for four games. He's not the only guy in trouble. A Red Sox minor leaguer got into a little bit of a dust-up last night. Portland Sea Dogs taking on the Binghamton Rumble Ponies in a double A game. And Red Sox prospect Tyreek Reed got hit by a pitch. On his way to first, he ran at the pitcher and decked him with one solid right, starting a bench clearing brawl. That's the kind of guy that we want in Boston. And that's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next, speaking about decking people, Mike Tyson with an interesting incident that Bax will cover next in his View from the Couch on Rock 102.
4: Munson Savings Bank's home equity line of credit can help you tap into the value in your home. You can choose to use your funds to tackle projects or pay expenses and more. Apply online at munsonsavings.bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing.
1: And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store.
0: Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, you might find this hard to believe, but in spite of my imposing and physically intimidating presence, I'm a lover, not a fighter. So for me, the idea of getting myself into a physical altercation with anybody is pretty remote. Oh, believe me. I've thought long and hard about punching some people right in the face. But after a brief period of reflection, I tend towards a more peaceful solution. And yet some people simply do not have that ability. And as such, they might find themselves in the receiving end of a Mike Tyson-style haymaker right to the suck. Or worse, an actual punch by Mike Tyson himself. On Wednesday night, Mike Tyson was involved in a little dust-up with a couple of passengers who were seated behind him on a JetBlue flight from San Francisco to Florida. In a video obtained by TMZ, Mike Tyson is seen repeatedly punching this guy after he'd been pestering Tyson throughout the flight. And as it turns out, the passenger and his companion were both drunk and were relentlessly trying to engage Mike Tyson in a conversation that he was not interested in having. And so, in an effort to stop the harassment, Mike Tyson decided to show them what they're for and proceeded to kick their asses. The video is now in the hands of proper authorities and so far no charges have been filed against either party at least not as of yet nor have the two drunk guys been publicly identified now having seen what mike tyson did to oh i don't know trevor burbick or marvis frazier or michael spanks or mitch green 30 plus years ago pestering the guy for little chit chat would not be my first instinct politely respecting his personal space. That's where I would land every time, because you see, even in his mid-50s, Mike Tyson has the ability to take his fist and punch my face with the same furious velocity that it would take to knock my block off, rock'em, sock'em robot style. And frankly, I don't need that sort of blemish affecting my ability to eat solid foods or to redeem my air miles for future travel on domestic flights, because that's really where I have to draw the line. What hey, and my yapping? Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Every profession has its rules of thumbs for painters, and the big rule is, never buy cheap paint. It's no bargain at all. Professional painters know that and prefer Benjamin Moore paint. But don't go to the big chain stores. Benjamin Moore is only sold at independent retailers just like Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic, classic. Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 6.15, and Ozzy on Rock 102.
1: Hey, it's back, Steve and Dave. Steve on vacation. He'll be back next week, and uh, you and I are both advocates of Dunkin'. Used to be Dunkin' Donuts, now it's just Dunkin', by the way. And and there's a great story we'll get to in news in about 30 minutes or so of a Dunkin' in Revere that had a little bit of an incident. But that's not why we're talking about Dunkin'. We're talking about Dunkin' because we love the Mm. products, and we plug them every day.
0: And as a result of that, uh, we are required to periodically take pictures and post them
1: on the uh, social medias. Yeah, we did yesterday. You and I enjoying a iced Duncan of some sort there, mm-hmm. and then comments come in on the Rock One Hundred Two Facebook page when we post those pictures. I think uh,
0: people were surprised that uh, I'm not as tall as you. Yeah, I saw that. Even though comment. I've been I've been working with freakishly, freakishly tall people for most of my career, <laughs> so it's nothing new to you. Nothing new to me. It's like uh just.
1: I'm five nine. I'm perfectly average height, and I used to be six one and three quarters. I don't know what I measure out at now because you shrink, of course, as you get older. So. Yeah, right. I guess I'm probably about six one still.
0: Yeah, but people pointed that out. It's like uh, you know, they like some people didn't know what I looked like mm-hmm. after all this time, right? And after all these years, where occasionally you show up on TV or in public appearances. Oh, which one is that?
1: Well, I'm not even sure people know what we sound like. All the time because there was another comment. Oh, I think some people do know what we sound like. And as a result, (laughs) somebody was saying I need to stop yelling on on the microphone. I don't I don't think I yell on the microphone. You're you're a little uh, you're a little noisy from time to time. It's all
0: right. It's like, (laughs) like, you know, I mean, I, you know, sometimes I I
1: hear a lot of screaming and yelling and then the microphones go on and then that's it. I know if you could only see behind the scenes. Anyway, back to the Dunkin Donut post, the Dunkin Post. And somebody commented that apparently you were standing next to Charlie Baker. Me as Charlie Baker. See, now I saw that comment, and I don't. I mean I don't see it. Yeah, you know, I
0: mean we've met. You know, I've met Charlie Baker a, a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. First of all, he's like four inches taller than you. Wow, I didn't realize he was that tall. Oh, he's a big couple, big drink of water right attaboy, there. Attaboy. he's a big uh, giant man. Yeah, but uh, no, he's not. Uh, he, I, I don't, I don't see that
1: in the least. Okay. Other than the fact that you're tall. Okay. So I was accused of being a Charlie Baker lookalike. I've been accused of being a lot of lookalikes over the years. People thought I looked like Brian Adams because you know there's the acne scarring and you know he's the Canadian troubadour. Well, you look
0: there. like Brian Adams, not but not because of the uh but the the uh, the skin quality, mm. but you just kind
1: of you look more like him than than I do. Okay. Yeah. You know? All right. And then another time I was on a golf trip in Florida. I treated myself to like a half a week at uh, the fantastic PGA facility in uh, Palm Beach, and I'm playing golf one day. You know, I play with strangers all week because I didn't have any buddies to play with at the time, and so I just went down on my own, book, right. booked a room, and stayed there for three or four days and played golf every day with strangers. And I'm on the first tee, and this guy comes up to me who's going to play golf with me. He goes, wow, I'm playing golf with Franklin Graham. Nice to meet you, Mr. Graham. Nice to meet you. Franklin Graham. So Franklin Graham is the, is the Reverend Billy Graham's son. And he's also a religious man in and of his own right. All right. You look up Franklin Graham, you see some images. And I will say, okay, there's a little bit of a resemblance there. You don't look anything like Franklin Graham. You don't think
0: so? No. (laughs) Listen,
1: if I had to choose a doppelganger for
0: you, it ain't Franklin Graham. It ain't Charlie Baker. Uh Brian Adams actually is a pretty good choice. (laughs) All right.
1: Well, it took me a good nine holes to convince this guy I wasn't Franklin Graham. He kept coming up to me every other. Are you well, was Frank was
0: Franklin Graham a uh, member? Of I don't the know.
1: Club? I don't know. He said, "Are you sure you're not Franklin Graham?" Because you know, some people like to hide their identities in public. You know, you can admit it to me if you're Franklin Graham. I, I you know, I love your work. I, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I said, "No, I'm not Franklin Graham. Leave me alone." The, um, the one time. Where somebody thought
0: I was somebody else, mm-hmm. not somebody else, but said that I, it was a spitting image of somebody. yeah, remember a couple of weeks ago, and it was last week or the week before we were talking about Morgana, the kissing bandit. Yeah, all right. This is the woman that used to run onto the the baseball fields and, you know, kiss Pete Rose or you yeah, know, whatever. I she, don't see
1: you as being that busty though. I don't no, know. no, it
0: wasn't her. <laughs> oh. It wasn't her oh, but, okay. you know, many years ago, uh, I met her, and we were interviewing her on the air, mm-hmm. and she thought. This, again, it's Morgana Morgana the Kissing Bandit. I've never even considered this at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, after she said it, I'm like, well, yes, of course. (laughs) Uh She said, you look like a young Tony Curtis. Hmm. And I'm like, really? Wow. A young Tony, like handsome Tony Curtis. Not the old Mm -hmm. bloated, uh, you know, wearing a toupee Tony Curtis. She said, no, 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 no. The young Tony Curtis. I'm like, well, I totally see that.
1: Well, her, you know, Morgana's eyes, not her best pair of physical features. Well, I don't so. know
0: what her vision was. I know that uh, people had very good vision yeah. when it came just looking at her, but right? I don't know what the what she saw in in, uh, in me. But mm. yes, young Tony Curtis.
1: I-, I see you as somebody else, by the way. And I, I, you know, do you want me to, I mean, is it possible that you'll be offended by this? I don't know. And I guess I'm going to have to do it why anyway.
0: You, why, don't you, why don't you take
1: your... Take your best <laughs> shot. Uh, Patton Oswald.
0: What the hell is going on <laughs> over here? Patton Oswald.
1: Honey, wait, come on. I think you look a little like Patton Oswald. I don't look anything
0: like Patton Oswald.
1: I don't know. I might have to put a side by side up on the Rock 102 Facebook page.
0: Do I have to come over there and. And 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 knock the internet off of your hands because that's not uh, that's not an appropriate. <laughs> I listen, knew I shouldn't have brought it up. Listen, the, you and Brian Adams, that's a reasonable okay. uh, facsimile. <laughs> me and pa- Pat and Oswald, yeah. could you have somebody that's got the, I don't know. me a little bit better material. <laughs>
1: well, you're you're a better looking Pat Noswale. Oh, oh yeah, th-
0: now you're digging yourself out of a hole. I see what you're doing there.
1: You're doing your best. Oh man, look! I've already ruined another radio relationship. <laughs> no, look at
0: that. no not, it won't be because of that. It's 6:22 uh, with back <laughs> Stephen Dave, calling all.
1: Z, Z, top on Rock 102. Back, Steve and Dave, minus the Steve part. He returns on Monday following a great vacation. Uh, real quick, uh, the Back, Steve and Dave uh, daily
0: podcast. Yeah. Posted, uh, be posted later on uh, this morning. You can mm-hmm. also check out uh Backsy's musical podcast this week. I'm talking to uh, Prescott Niles from the Knack. Pretty interesting conversation. That's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or on rock102.com. And on Monday... Uh, XTC guitar player Dave Gregory will be uh, will be joining me. That's a real cool guest, a very cool interview, and uh, we get through a lot of stuff. Uh, and it's available starting Monday morning at midnight, right here on Rock102.com.
1: Today's Earth Day, and there are some things that you can do to help save the planet. Turn off the faucet when you're brushing your teeth. I never do that, by the way. I I just I don't know. Is it really? It is, is. Listen. I brush my
0: teeth every single day. Yeah. Multiple times a day. Yeah. I leave the water on. Yeah. Cause you just I don't know how long I'm gonna be brushing my teeth for. Right. And I don't you know why I mean it's kinda like uh, like starting your car over and over again. Doesn't that uh doesn't you use the most amount of gas when you
1: start things up? Yeah. Plus when then you when you spit the, the stuff out, it, it, it's it's better if there's already running water, I think, because it goes down the drain easier that way. Yeah, Otherwise get stuck it's stuck against it's the Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's unsightly. I know. Just one of the things that you can do to save the earth. We'll be giving you numerous tips throughout the morning today.
0: Yeah. Like uh, for example, I was uh you know, cleaning out some of the things in my car. Mm-hmm. You know, old napkins or you know, coffee cups sure. or whatever. And, sure. uh, just thought, you know what, uh, on an Earth Day uh, celebration, what better way is there to clean out the car, and then you know, just you know, toss it out the window like everybody else does. Not,
1: well, nice. And then you're purging, too. Did you get your dumpster yet?
0: The dumpster has been delivered. All right. A couple of things been put in. There's more time. And
1: uh, I we are spring cleaning that house. We're gutting it. Sweet. Yes. Can't wait. Coming up next in the Rock 102 news, I was telling you about that traffic incident at the Duncan in Revere. We got all the details next on Rock 102. Now, here's your Western Mass News first. Are you still mixing station gas? Here's Dave Coombs. So, yesterday we were talking about the Shriners going bye-bye. Now, the Veterans Hospital in Northampton. That VA may not remain open. In March, the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs recommending the closing of the nearly century-old medical center there. And as a result, about 21,000 veterans who rely on that hospital facility would have to travel to far-off facilities for accessing care now yesterday they had a big solidarity rally uh, veterans and families speaking out on why the northampton va should stay open one vet saying quote hey look instead of committing suicide i went to leeds end quote the move by the way would relocate the nursing home care and rehab programs to a va facility in newington connecticut while transferring outpatient and mental health services to a va clinic in springfield I gotta tell you, you know, the the
0: inconvenience of this is astounding. I mean, the, I mean, you have VA clinics, you know, in the area, but you know, an actual you know VA hospital, Mm -hmm. you're you're kind of limited to where you can go, and some of these places just simply aren't convenient to people to go. You know, you wonder whether people are going to go and get the health care they need if VA facilities are not readily available to them. I mean, I understand how expensive it is to operate yeah. one of these things. And I understand the desire to maybe, you know, you know, cut some costs. Right. But the reality is, you know, there are, there are people going to be
3: <laughs>
1: seriously inconvenienced by this. Yeah. Very complicated issues. We hope they can work it out. Meantime, a federal grand jury officially indicted Chicopee Superintendent Lynn. A. Clark, on charges of making false statements to FBI agents investigating the threatening messages to a candidate being considered for the police chief's position there in Chicopee. So the official grand jury move occurring yesterday for the Belchertown resident. Well, they shouldn't surprise anybody.
0: Yeah, I mean, a grand jury's going (laughs) to indict anybody uh, almost every single time. So I'm not surprised by this at all. Now what happens is... That's going to be the real
1: the real uh, surprise. Sure. She and her lawyer will be, again, appearing a lot over the course of the next few months. So get used to seeing them together. There you go. Now, speaking of the Belchertown resident, Lynn Clark, right there in her neighborhood, Belchertown police lieutenant Michael Beaupre arraigned yesterday on 21 counts related to what state police describe as, quote, surreptitious recording of seven women during intimate acts without their consent. <sighs>
0: that's why you always have to have the proper paperwork.
1: Yes, <laughs> right. exactly right. Allegations against the 37-year-old Beaupre include unlawful wiretapping and taking images of, quote, unsuspecting nude person, end quote. That's according to court documents filed yesterday. That's, uh, it, that's
0: never even occurred to me to ever do that with somebody. One, one. If, I, one, if yeah. I were ever in an intimate act, right? Uh, <laughs> y- you know, the last thing I would want to do is look at pictures of myself doing it. Exactly
1: right. I would find that to be repulsive. So even if it was a longtime partner of yours and you were comfortable in that partnership, you still yes. wouldn't do it, right? Yes. I would not do it. Yes, I, I don't believe these were long-term partnerships.
0: Probably not. I'm going to guess they, uh, for any number of reasons. Yeah, these were not. Uh, these were not. Uh, these were not long commitments. But nevertheless, if you're involved in these videos or pictures, yeah, I don't want to. I don't ever want. There will never be a back sex tape out there no. ever. I for same the, here. And, and you can all
1: thank me for that. The sex tapes and recordings were allegedly made at Beaupre's home in Belchertown, by the way. So we'll be looking forward to the continuation of that story. Now, former Chicopee Police Department spokesman Mike Wilk is also facing some issues today. He pleaded not guilty to a domestic assault charge yesterday in Holyoke District Court. The misdemeanor assault charge was issued despite the fact that the alleged victim, a former girlfriend of Wilk, Did not tell the police she had been physically assaulted, according to court records. She told police she had been, quote, harassed and mentally abused, end quote. And that Wilk became angry when she did not invite him on a trip to Disney World earlier this year. That story, by the way, you can read up all the details at MassLive.com. A multiple people were injured yesterday after a driver crashed into a Duncan in Revere. An elderly motorist hitting another car, and then striking the building. The age of the elderly driver, not released, but two people inside the Duncan, along with those in the car, were injured and taken to a hospital. One of the employees at the Duncan in Revere, Juliana Ayala, was injured, and she told reporters that the driver is a popular regular at Duncan. Sometimes, she said, me and my coworkers fight over who gets to make his coffee. He's that kind of guy. Well, I
0: mean, does he? St- would he still go? to If it were you, mm-hmm. let's let's just let's just say, Dave, that you were an elderly man. Okay, <laughs> close enough. I'm not making any value judgments on you. Just right? a hypothetical. Yeah, okay. But let's say you're really old. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And you go to the same place day after day. Maybe it's a Dunkin', maybe it's a Burger King. Sure. I don't know. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, you crash your car into the building. Right. Would you go
1: back and,
0: and, and continue to be a great customer? Or would you be too embarrassed to go knowing that you tried to drive your car through a building?
1: It's a good point. Uh, maybe I'd find a way to walk to that location and get some exercise during my elderly years. Or maybe I'd take an Uber. I'd learn how to do the Uber or the Lyft app, and I'd do that instead, instead of driving. I think you may have to, well, you, they may charge you more mm-hmm. to do a, like, a,
0: like a side trip to a Dunkin'. Unless that's your destination. Well, that's what I'm saying. That
1: would be the only—where else is he going
0: in his twilight years? Well, but if, if you say, where else is he going, the guy's going to the drive through He's clearly got someplace else to be. Right. Otherwise, he'd go in and sit there
1: yeah, well, and enjoy the free Wi-Fi. Well, I don't know that he—it he, doesn't say whether he's a drive through customer yeah. or a sit-down customer at that Dunkin' and Revere. All I know is, is if it were me,
0: mm-hmm. if I accidentally hit the building, mm-hmm. which housed my favorite place— I'd probably find a new favorite place. Maybe. I'd be too
1: embarrassed. Maybe. I don't know how many uh, other coffee shops are in Revere.
0: It's Revere. There's probably one every 20. There's probably a <laughs> Dunkin' every 25 feet in just, Revere. Just like everywhere
1: else in the United States, right? Which is, by well, the way. Especially, uh,
0: especially when you're talking about Revere in the Boston area. Yeah. Especially when you're talking about, it, there's, there's Dunkins everywhere. Mm-hmm. If, and in fact, I believe it's a requirement. That if there's not a Dunkin' every 50 yards, there's a problem. Franchisees are then, uh, I believe, uh, penalized.
1: And I'm saying that with absolutely no knowledge that it's true. Yes, and we are big Duncan fans here on the Back Stephen Dave Show. Speaking of business opportunities, two college students at the University of British Columbia just launched the first dog bed for humans. It's called the Pluffle. P-L-U-F-L, Pluffle. Hmm. You can pre-order them, Kickstarter, for $350. The new dog bed for humans. It allows you to sleep on the floor? Yeah. We got a, uh, we got
0: a, every dog bed that we've had for our dog, he Mm -hmm. destroys, and it doesn't take uh, a whole lot of time for him to rip right through a dog bed and start, Mm -hmm. you know, pulling the stuffing out all over Mm -hmm. the house. We got one of these things. Ever seen, like, I'm sure you've seen it, like a, like a beach chair, a deck chair with the webbing?
1: Uh yes okay okay all right so it's like
0: a like a a heavy gauge plastic webbing as the seat right Mm -hmm. well it's very much like that it it folds out it's like a giant almost like a giant tray but with that material on it he can't scratch it yeah can't rip right through it there you go and you know you put a blanket over it Mm -hmm. he loves it all right it's like he he'll he'll sleep in front of this big giant picture window we've got Mm -hmm. and he's
1: comfortable as hell the best in best 50 bucks i think we ever spent. I could see that as as far as the dog bed for humans, i have been accused of being a violent sleeper in the past. flailing arms, uh, you You know, got the it, jimmy leg? Yeah, i got that i got everything going on when i'm sleeping and so probably that might be the next move for me is to offer to sleep in one of these dog beds for humans. What about bedwetting? You got a bedwetting problem? I, I did. up until about age 9. 48. <laughs> No, it hasn't reemerged yet, but it's probably going to real soon.
0: Well, at your age, hey, Dave, you know it's going to happen to all of us at some point. It's but, sick. but uh, so but really, you you flipping and flopping I while do. you sleep.
1: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a I'm a violent active. Let's call me. I'm an active sleeper. Let's say that. You ever uh, punch someone
0: sleeping next oh, to you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, haul off and uh, yeah. and and deck him in the in the in the in the puss
1: entirely by mistake. <laughs> Kidding.
0: By well way, it sounds like you're
1: uh, you're a guy who is harboring a lot of aggression. No, no, no. It's all it's all during the subconscious act of sleeping. I right? that that can't yes, be but your
0: subconscious is certainly uh, telling you, "Hey, there's something within inside me which is a which is
1: burning with a hot fiery flame." No, it's just just the idea of trying to parry away soccer shots as a goalkeeper. I still dream about that even in my Advanced adult age, really? Yeah, You I still do. have soccer dreams. I do, I do. Wow. Yeah,
0: it's a it's that it must be a powerful, uh, you know, sublimated image
1: you I have. Gu- I guess. Interesting. I, I, I don't know. Hey, I spent a lot of years doing that, tending goal, as the as they say. It's six forty five with back Stephen and Dave, and coming up next in the Mass Hat, firefighters in Washington State called to what was a life threatening and at the same time hilarious incident. We'll get to it coming up on Rock Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 655
0: and Pearl Jam on Rock 102.
1: Today's Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. Uh, Things you can do to save the Earth. Take reusable shopping bags with you to the grocery store, Target, or even to the mall, and skip the plastic bags as often as you can.
0: All right. Uh, we got uh, uh, actor Chris uh, McDonald joining us next hour. That should be uh, pretty good. He's going to be at the uh, Thunderbirds game tomorrow night. Right now, time for more stupidity.
2: Time for Rock 102 to recognize another Mass Hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity,
1: incompetence, and embarrassment.
5: If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's
2: today's Mass Hat
1: Firefighters in Washington State had to come to the rescue of a woman who fell into and got stuck in a portable toilet. Head first. Ooh, boy. She was attempting to retrieve her cell phone that had fallen in. Bax, Uh it occurred at the top of Mount Walker in Washington. Apparently the north parking lot, according to this (laughs) report. The firefighter rescue said the woman in her 40s was using the toilet when she dropped the phone down there. Right. She then reportedly tried to dismantle the toilet by taking off the seat and the housing in order to get her phone. She was using her dog's leash to help support her while trying to fish the phone out. I mean, this is this is an elaborate effort. You got to give her credit for effort here, yeah, right? No,
0: you absolutely, you absolutely do. But you know what? If you bought the insurance on the phone, you can get a new phone,
1: right? Because what do you
0: what do you do when you get the phone? you gonna start making phone calls on it. Yeah, I don't think sticking
1: it in a vat of dry rice. Fixes that, that's, that situation. It's not going to be good enough. Right. No. You'd have to launder it completely, I would think.
0: Do you ever uh, see the uh, the series uh, uh, Righteous Gemstones? No. With Danny McBride and no. uh, John Goodman? No. If anyone's seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, a woman on the show accidentally gives birth in a porta potty. Oh. And it's disgusting. Yeah. But funny as, as all hell. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially since they literally have to retrieve the baby out of the uh, oh. out of the blue mess oh. but oh what a beautiful,
1: beautiful what a way to come into the world <laughs> what a beautiful story uh, this woman by the way used her cell phone because she did fish it out and then she, she called 911 and um, apparently she was rescued uninjured I guess the phone is okay And when rescuers asked her if she wanted to be taken to the hospital, she said, no, just let me go. Please let me go home. I I think I've suffered quite enough. (laughs) It's 6.58 with back Steve and Dave. We do have Christopher McDonald coming up on the phone next hour, we do have the Rock 102, 102 seconds. 7 a.m and 8 a.m. It is 7.03 on Rock 102. The weather today. Highs in the 60s for both today and tomorrow with lots of sunshine. As for Sunday, highs in the 50s also clear skies. Then the weather is brought to you by J. Smeagol Roofing. Visit J. for more information. Here's your 102-second sports. Basketball. The Celtics are up 2-zip on the Nets. Game 3 of that playoff series tomorrow night at 7.30 in Brooklyn. Last night in the NBA playoffs, Memphis over Minnesota. The Grizz are up 2-1 in that series. And the Mavs lead the Jazz 2-1 in that series after Dallas beat Utah last night. Also, Golden State beat Denver to go up 3-0 in their series. Hockey, Pittsburgh over the Bruins 4-0 last night. Bruins took 52 shots and couldn't score a goal. A career-high number of saves for Penguins goaltender Casey DeSmith. As for the AHL, the Thunderbirds with two home games tomorrow night and Sunday afternoon before heading into the playoffs. And tomorrow night's game features an appearance from actor Chris McDonald, a.k.a. Shooter McGavin, from the Happy Gilmore movie show. And, uh, by the way, we'll have Christopher McDonald on the phone in just a few minutes. Baseball, Toronto over the Red Sox 3-2. to The Red Sox start a series in Tampa against the Rays tonight at 7. And in boxing news, sort of, Mike Tyson was on his way from San Francisco to Miami when some moron on the JetBlue flight started bothering him from the seat behind him. So, Iron Mike pummeled the guy. Video posted on TMZ showing the guy being an ass, and then cuts to Mike punching the guy a few times. The guy even apparently was bleeding a little bit. And, oh... Why was Mike Tyson heading from San Francisco to Miami? He was going to a marijuana convention. I smoke during fights. I, I used to have to smoke. I'm sorry. I'm a smoker. I smoke. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood
2: paint store.
0: Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, I don't know if I've ever shared my opinions publicly, but... I'm not a particularly big fan of the New York Yankees. I know there are plenty of people who are a fan of the Yankees, and while that's a position I certainly cannot condone, support, or share, I certainly have my reasons for it. You see, without getting too deep into it here, I am a Red Sox fan, and as such, I have no use for the New York Yankees, and frankly, their behavior this week only serves to bolster my opinion. For example... The second U.S. Court of Appeals yesterday denied the Yankees' request to have a letter written by Commissioner Rob Manfred to Yankees General Manager Brian Cashman regarding the league's investigation into sign-stealing remain sealed. The court ruled against that request, meaning that the contents of that letter can now be made public. Now, you don't make that kind of request unless there's something in there you don't want the public to know, like the Yankees are a bunch of jerks. Now, you might say, Paxi, they're not jerks. They're just a baseball team. To which I would say, oh, yeah? Which brings me to my next point. Yesterday in Detroit, as the Yankees were facing the Tigers, Tiger slugger Miguel Cabrera, a future Hall of Famer, just one hit away from becoming only the 33rd player in Major League history to record 3,000 hits. And he could have done it yesterday in front of the hometown crowd in the eighth inning. Instead, Yankee pitcher Lucas Litke decided to intentionally walk the guy instead. Walked him instead of letting him have a chance at his 3,000th hit. Now, I realize that at some point in the next few days, Miguel Cabrera will get that 3,000th hit. But only a gutless bunch of cowards like the Yankees would deny the guy a chance to earn it. So between losing an appeal and losing to the Tigers in a 3-0 shutout all in the same day, I don't know how you Yankee fans are even sleeping at night. At least when my favorite team is being investigated for stealing signs, they're mad enough to deny those allegations honestly. But hey, never mind. yappin' sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Every year for a dozen years, Delmyra at the Ludlow Rockies has gone to Scott School, as in Scott's lawn care school. The Myra can tell you exactly how to use Scott's Four Step and every Scott's Lawn Care product. Good people, rock solid service, and Scott's Lawn Care at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch.
2: Rock 102
0: Springfield's Classic, Classic. Rock. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 714 and Def Leopard. We're back, Steven Dave and Rock 102.
1: And currently on our Celebrity Hotline, star, please sign in. Hey, Chris McDonald here, a.k.a. Shooter McGavin. Hey! <laughs> What's going on? Oh, yeah. yeah, the former Hobart College star, by the way. We've interviewed you before, back when I was in the Syracuse area. My new partner here, Bax, in Springfield. How are you, Chris?
2: Hi, Bax. I'm good, man. Life's good. Yeah, <laughs> HWS, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love it. Yeah, you're a central New Yorker made good.
0: Yeah, that's good. Hey, I was uh, I was going through, uh, first of all, uh, your IMDb, Wikipedia, and uh, looking at the substantially unbelievable body of work. And, you know, I've seen them in, in a million things. You know, The Sopranos, Quiz Show, all this other stuff. But two things leap out at me. Uh, the Eight is Enough family reunion in 1986 and then, again, oh the God. eight is enough wedding in 1989. I mean, as as far as, like, the bellwether moments of <laughs> your career, I'm sure this must be among the top 50 or 60.
2: Uh, I was broke.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the house payment. So it was, you know, uh, I, I got the play, The the guy that got the girl, which was fun, so. Uh, you know, you could, <laughs> you're razzing me, but I get it. All
0: right, but there were I there were you know. there were six girls to choose from, though. I mean, yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's not like you can just choose one Bradford kid and move on to the next.
2: <laughs> I had uh, I went through a couple sisters. But, but <laughs> no, I I uh, I, I love doing it. Dick Van Patten, by the way, was uh, just a joy to work with, and it was you know it was a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, I, you know, actors act. So uh, I've been acting for forty years, and I've been uh, living the dream, and I'm just a, a grateful fella. I'll tell you that much.
1: Well, I, I know you're a bit of an athlete too. You played some football and some soccer, and I, I know you played Joe DiMaggio in one role. I always one of my pet peeves is actors who have zero athletic ability trying to portray somebody who does. Must have made it a little easier Boy, I, for you.
2: I feel you. I feel your pain because I tell you that happened to me. And, uh, Judge Reinhold got this part of this guy that was a step too slow in this in this per, uh, TV show, TV <laughs> movie, and I thought, damn it, that is me. I could be that guy. I played, he couldn't play basketball at all, but he was Judge Reinhold. He was you know the big thing on the comedy show. and I was like, okay, so I played the friend, and that kind of when I saw it up close, I was like, oh my god, why did they do that? So, yeah, I've been uh, uh, lucky enough to be an you know, upstate New Yorker, and we played football, we played basketball, we played, you know, this is like uh, Class 3 college and, and, and Class D high school. But we had a great coach <laughs> and a guy named Tony Alvaro, so I became a very good basketball player. too. I played whole bar for two years nice. and um, played soccer after I stopped playing football because uh, <laughs> they weren't starting me. So what am I do? I played the special teams. Uh, was really good at that and kickoffs and punt returns stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then um, the team was g- really good too. And then I just went to soccer because I watched, I had a big love for that game too. When I was in the I was in the net. I was the goalie. So hey, yes, there that had, you go. That helped me a lot in life. You know, like, you got to keep in shape. You got to do stuff. So that's why I love sports.
0: This is uh, actor Chris McDonald on the phone. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's one of the things that separates a guy like you from a guy like a uh, guy like me because. <laughs> I got uh, very little athletic ability. I'm in terrible shape, and yet uh, I can I, can, I can totally <laughs> I totally relate to be between you and my uh, my former professional athlete partner
2: over here. Oh, that's funny. The thing is, like, are you are you a video gamer? Are you uh, uh, you know uh, is that, your thumbs are really really in shape? No,
0: you know what I you know what I do. This this is what I do every day. I go home. I leave the radio station. Go home. I sit in front of the television, and I do nothing but watch Chris McDonald shows on TV. That's all I do. Everything. that's classy. That's
1: (laughs) Now, you're going to be here representing the famous Happy Gilmore movie as Shooter McGavin. Uh, You're going to be here in Springfield. What exactly are you going to be doing during your time at the hockey game this weekend? Do you know?
2: Uh, There's been uh, rumors of... of of the big ice machine, the Zimbabwe, what's it called, the Zimbabwe thing? I don't know. <laughs> That's I a country in just-
1: Zamb- Africa. The Zamboni.
2: <laughs> but I can yeah. see where you get confused. Yeah. Zamboni. Yes. I knew it was a Z word, <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm just going to be meeting fans, shaking a lot of, you know, pressing the flesh and uh, Signing stuff and uh, you know just loving the game of hockey. First of all, how is Springfield this year? How's, how's their record?
1: Hey, they're they're aiming for a Calder Cup, a championship in the American Hockey League. They're one of the best Woo! teams in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you've come on a you're coming a good weekend.
2: Good. I hope I bring another win because I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna see I'm gonna see the uh, Arizona Coyotes play, mm. it or not. Um, uh, tomorrow. And then, uh, so I'll be able to you know match those up. I don't think they're doing as well as Springfield is. Though, yep. so.
1: Hey, um, how good is you, how good is your golf game since you played a golfer in Happy Gilmore? What do you shoot?
2: You know, I, I right now I'm a, I'm like a nine. Um, I used to be like a seven and then a five, but you know you don't play enough because uh, you're busy. I'm making movies. I was over in Europe. I was, I mean, I was doing these fantastic films in Europe during COVID. It was wonderful. And I saw all of Italy. I was like over at the Venice Film Festival. Didn't pick up a stick once. Mm. So now I'm playing a little bit more because the weather's finally breaking out here in California. And uh, my golf club is open finally as of like last week. So, um, you know, I start slow. I start with the green. I do what Tiger taught me. I go to the green. I make putts all day long until I can do, you know, 15 in a row from each section. And then I bring it out to the short game and then I get off the tee later. Nice. So. Wow. Very good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not bad. I'm not good. I'm, I'm not bad, but I just have a lot of fun. There's nothing better than being out there with buds having a couple of, you know, swing juices and, uh, enjoying the day and playing good golf.
1: You got it, man. What
0: what do you got uh, going on in, uh, like right now? I know there's a couple of things you're doing that are like in post production, but, uh, you know, what's, uh, what's come up as far as Chris McDonald on either TV or, or in the movies?
2: Uh, what's coming out is, uh, a really cool movie that when I did in, in, uh, in Europe, uh, it's a take on Romeo and Juliet. I played Juliet's father, Lord Capulet. Hmm. And, uh, it's it's just really funny. It's we're all in the in the garb of the 13th century, but we're like, dude, what was that? It doesn't even sound right. <laughs> 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 so it's very funny. It's uh, be a big Netflix hit, I hope. And um, and I just finished a Marvel thing uh, called Secret Invasion, which was awesome. So that was great. That was also in London. Uh, the other one was in Italy, um, and then I got a movie coming out of New York Film Festival called Land of Dreams. So that will be in June um, doing that. And then right now I'm just basically taking my wife on a, what now this is showing my age right now, taking her on a Viking cruise. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're going down the river. And there's a war going on. We're going to pray. We're not going to be close enough to that, but, uh, we're going down the Rhine, uh, oh, up the Rhine, I should say, to Amsterdam from Basel, Switzerland.
1: Well, and and, uh, and, and forgive me if I get this wrong because I'm looking on your Wikipedia page, and sometimes the facts aren't always right there. But are, have you been True. married yeah. to the to the same woman since 1992?
2: uh yes i have good man fact, couple, nicely done that is fantastic uh, yeah. K- kind of a rare thing in hollywood uh, I yes I can, yeah
0: hey um, it's a but, it's uh, a rare uh, thing uh, in
3: massachusetts too so
2: <laughs> Bax and i can both, <laughs> yeah, both <laughs> vouch for that yes <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny uh yes yeah, i got lucky uh she's a great girl now you know all the kids have flown the coop and uh it's her and i and we just, it just gets better and better so i'm I feel blessed. I really do.
0: Cool. Very good. So, again, you're going to be with the uh, the Springfield Thunderbirds this weekend. Should be great.
2: Chris Come Mac- on out, folks. Come out, meet the shooter. We'll have a good laugh.
0: There you go. Chris McDonald with uh, Back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. GG.
1: David Bowie on Rock 102 with Back Steve and Dave. Uh, I guess there's a David Bowie documentary coming out soon, and it's authorized, the first one to be authorized by his estate. And uh, apparently the um, – Voiceover done by Bowie himself, talking about his own life and life outside of music, with mm. other art forms that he liked to indulge in.
0: You didn't uh, mention this during Hollywood Trash, but uh, Cynthia Plastercaster. You know
1: who she is? Mm, I've heard the name before. Is she a punk rock star? No, oh. she's, this was
0: she was like a conceptual artist oh. that goes back to the, the nineteen the late sixties. Okay, and uh, her claim to fame was that she would take these uh, plaster casts of penises of <laughs> rock stars. <laughs> And yes. uh, and, right. and and make a mold out of it. Rings and a bell, yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. And she had you, like amassed a collection of like fifty of them. Wow. Well, she just mm-hmm. died uh, on Thursday at the age of seventy-four after a long illness. <sighs> mm-hmm. But I mean, everybody from Jimi Hendrix to Robert Plant, possibly David Bowie, mm-hmm. you know, Mick Jagger. She had a collection wow. of all of them, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that uh, collection will now be, uh, you know, put on display. Hope so. But uh, yeah, she died uh, yesterday at the age of seventy-four after being uh, very ill for a long period of time. Well, but that's... she's she's actually a big part of
1: of uh, of rock and roll history. Well, that would be one of the uh, more popular museum pieces, I would think, if they could put a put together an exhibition of that. I think I think that they would, would be well attended, right? There
0: was a documentary made about her about. 20 years ago mm-hmm. called plastercast I haven't seen it but uh you know because uh, but I would like to yeah I would I'm as curious as anybody else all right it's uh 731 news is next rock. 7.35. We're back, Stephen. Oh, jeez, on Rock 102. It's time for news. Hold on a second. <laughs> it's a Friday. Give Woo! us some slack. Man, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> anyway, it's time for news, and it it's brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Uh, this month, enjoy the April showers discount.
1: 60% off installation. Log on at yankeehome.com. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Rex Cunningham arrested yesterday. The well-known mobster happened in East Long Meadow. He was charged with allegedly threatening to murder a man extortion through threats of injury and witness intimidation this according to the east Longmeadow police mr cunningham 71 arrested at his springfield home yesterday afternoon he has a lengthy record for mob related racketeering loan sharking and bookmaking most recently served a one-year jail sentence after pleading guilty to running a gambling and loan sharking ring out of two irish themed bars he once operated in springfield before that He served a 17-year federal prison sentence for loan sharking after getting caught on a wiretap boasting about beating a man up with bats and pipes, all because of a $17,000 debt. Well, I mean, come on. Got to pay your debts. Well, right. But, I mean, it's not like a bill with Eversource. They don't come over and, you know, beat your ass with a lead pipe if you don't pay that. They find a way to, you know, (laughs) extract the money through legal means. True, but nevertheless so rex cunningham going to be doing another stint in jail it looks like meantime lucky seven cannabis owner jeff baska and huntley associates president michael schaefer presenting a proposal for a self-contained greenhouse indoor grow facility on timber swamp road and summit lock road they did this officially with the planning board in westfield schaefer saying the vacant forested and opened land lot which is zoned industrial a is located on an aquifer and so the board in westfield is considering the plan you ever thought about putting together one of them self-contained indoor growth facilities for it could be a good money maker it'd be be a great uh, money maker the problem is i
0: don't you know i i i'm not i don't really have the green thumb (laughs) you know I, I, i i can I could kill plastic plants. Yeah, you know, my, my dad would be perfect at this. He's mm-hmm. he's a great gardener. Uh-huh. I'm I'm not really that kind of guy, but but he could. But it's a you know it's a lot of work. It's not an easy plant to to grow and to harvest and to you know to plant all the time. You got have male plants, you got have female plants, and you know you got to make sure they're close enough to each other. You got to organize uh, you know social events, mm-hmm. uh, you know an ice cream social. I don't know what you have to do, but it's like it's very complicated science, and that's the other part. That I'm not good about is the science. Yeah,
1: I got a couple of classmates from college who do that, and they have a you know a legal grow facility in the state of Connecticut. They do very well with yeah. that and provide marijuana to medical marijuana facilities across the Nutmeg State.
0: I know, uh, I know dudes that grow it, and uh, they get an awful uh, big yield mm-hmm. on it. But uh, I just I am not uh, I am not that guy.
1: Yeah, me neither. I wish I was. According to a social media post from Hamden County Sheriff's Office, two Hamden County Sheriff's Correctional Officers on a transportation detail with a prisoner helping revive a woman Wednesday evening, following a transportation detail to Berkshire County around 9:30 at night on 420. Mm-hmm. Officers Ryan Kennedy and Nicholas Huszovski were driving back to the main institution in Ludlow after bringing an inmate to the Berkshire County Sheriff's Office. While driving on Route 9 in Williamsburg in Hampshire County, they saw a car off the road and crashed into a tree. They pulled over to investigate, found a female, unresponsive, with a purplish hue to her skin. Hmm. She was slouched over the center console. The doors were locked, so the officers had to break a window to be able to pull the woman out of the car. No pulse. They began chest compressions and mouth-to-mouth rescue breathing. After about five minutes, she was revived. That's fantastic. What a great story That's that great. is, right? Uh, EMT on the scene, Mass State Police on the scene, and the woman came back to life, all thanks to the Hamden County Sheriff. Very cool. A man in Plymouth was arrested and charged after police say he pointed a handgun at Walmart customers. Celso Lopez of Sandwich was arrested and charged with two counts of assault with a dangerous weapon also assault and battery, and breach of the peace while armed. Mr. Lopez, a 42-year-old, was pointing his 9 millimeter Sig Sauer handgun at customers after he thought, quote, somebody had taken a personal item from his shopping cart. Man. That happens at Walmart sometimes. I sometimes think. it does, but,
0: uh, you know, do you... Do you pull your Sig Sauer out every time that happens? Apparently, if you're 42-year-old Celso Lopez, you do. Well, you know, listen, I, I have never in my life felt that I needed to uh, start uh, bending about some gunplay at a Walmart, mm-hmm. ever. I hear you. Never. Well,
1: do you own a 9mm Sig Sauer? That's my business. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. I'll say that publicly. Not a Sig Sauer? No, I'm not saying what else I might own hey, thousands of genetically altered mice could be released on Nantucket through an MIT experiment. So earlier this week, it was Oreo cookies. Yep. And now the nerds at MIT are studying genetically altered mice and they're going to unleash them on Nantucket. It's a project known as Mice Against Ticks. The project is hoping to prevent Tick-borne diseases, according to the research statement from MIT. By having mice eat them alive? I, You know, I... let me tell you something.
0: As a guy who's already had Lyme disease mm-hmm. once. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
5: that's that, supposed to be
0: really bad. It ain't good. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a guy who's had it, whatever you can do to eradicate that awful species of bug from the face of the planet, I'm all for. So if these MIT eggheads want to uh, go out there and eradicate them with some tick munching mice, Mm -hmm. I'm on board. I'll even write a check.
1: All right. Well, opponents are lining up. Danica Connors is an herbalist and a vocal critic of Mice Against Ticks. Yeah. She said, quote, no matter how much they test this, we do not know how this is going to affect the environment five years from now. Ten years from now, mm. fifteen or twenty years from now. End quote. So, <clears throat> if you're going to be vacationing on Nantucket this summer, you might come up against these genetically altered mice. Yeah,
0: I you know I was not the uh, I'm not a big fan of ticks. Before getting Lyme disease, mm-hmm. I hate them even more.
1: Oh, they're disgusting creatures,
0: right? They're disgusting even yeah, more. Yeah. And I've known plenty of people who had uh, limes a hell of a lot worse. <laughs> Than me, me too. had the chronic version of yeah. it, and uh, as a result, I don't like them damn things worth a, worth a lick.
1: I hear you. So let her rip, MIT. It's seven forty-two. On back, Stephen Dave coming up in now. Hear this, more juicy stuff from Johnny Depp at his trial against Amber Heard, and also. A man in California accused of exposing and pleasuring himself at a certain business. One of the members of that business chiming in with some audio as well. Stay tuned. It's coming up. And now hear this on Rock 102.
0: Field with New Hummett Field's Classic Rock, it's
1: 751 in Queen on rock 102 and a good weekend on tap with highs of about 60 65 today and pretty much the same tomorrow sunday a little chillier with highs in the mid 50s but sunshine lots of it all weekend long
0: yeah uh we have uh bacon and brews on sunday tomorrow i'm gonna be at the rockies on liberty street from 10 until uh, 12 the grand opening of the uh not a new store but basically a redone store the given it a total makeover and we're going to celebrate giving away some great prizes. Lots of uh, luminaries and uh, the local glitterati will all be there. I'll be there with the road crew. You'll have your chance to win all kinds of great Rock 102 prizes. That's tomorrow, 10 to noon at Rocky's Ace Hardware, 1381 Liberty Street in Springfield, with me and the road crew from Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Now hear this.
1: Now hear this.
0: Do you truly hear what I'm saying? Sound off like you got a pair. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world?
1: Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one. Following up on a little business from yesterday, Backs. Remember we had the story of the bride and the caterer that secretly drugged their wedding guests with marijuana? Yes. And one of the guests got so
5: wasted that
1: he had to call 911
5: I feel weird I I I I feel like there's some kind of drugs in me or something and i don't know what's happening i feel like i need medical attention
1: He did get medical attention everyone's okay right and the bride and the caterer are arrested so just
0: following
5: up well, on that i yeah.
0: tell you what if it had happened to me i'd be furious yes i mean it's one thing to voluntarily get high mm-hmm. and uh and, and and take your chances with it but to do it
1: you know involuntary mm-hmm. have someone spike a drink yep no thank you right On to other clips. Clip number two from the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. This is an attorney reading a weird text exchange between the pair. Here he is.
0: The only reason we go for the throat is love. And then she writes, my throat is yours. You're going to be the death of me, but I don't care. And then you write, I have other uses for your throat which do not include injury. Sorry, could you read that again?
1: are <laughs> your words, sir, right? Mm-hmm. I read that right, correct? You did. I love how he asked the attorney to read it again. And it gets a great reaction from the crowd in, att- in attendance in the courtroom, by the way.
0: What, is, uh, what does she mean by my throat uh, is yours, you'll be the death of me? What, I don't,
1: what, what does she mean I by that? just an expression of love, I guess, guess, you know, right? I don't know. They're just... Uh, A weird expression. Hopelessly in love with each other, at least at that point. Until things went horribly wrong. Yeah. Now, speaking about being in love, a man in love with himself in California, being accused of exposing and pleasuring himself while sitting outside of a hair salon. Here's one of the employees of the salon, Fiona McLaughlin, talking about the guy... Sat in our chairs right behind us and from there the public indecency incident happened. Like just fully publicly masturbating in front of the salon. We called the cops ten minutes later and he was still a going. And we <laughs> called the cops ten minutes after that and he had just departed. My favorite part of the clip here again. We called, we called the cops ten minutes later and he was still a going. Still a going. Ten minutes. <laughs> yes.
0: Got to give the guy credit. Kind of yeah. like that guy in the JetBlue flight, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, the guy because he did it like four times during that flight. Uh huh. Without a connection, still a going. Kind of
1: like the Energizer Bunny, in no a way. No kidding, that's yeah. unbelievable. Good yeah. for him.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not good for him. It's probably a mistake.
1: Yes. And at the hair salon in California, is that is is that hair gel? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't believe that is. No, I don't it's think not that hair is. Gel. And they're still looking for that guy. By the way, uh, finally. <laughs> Well, I believe there's probably some DNA evidence they could look at. (laughs) I think so. Uh, Here's a fun one. There's an accent coach, Sarah Valentine. She does accents. She coaches them. She teaches people how to do accents. I don't know if it's just actors or whether other people maybe have a need for dialects and Mm -hmm. things like that. So here she is using her various dialects and accents while answering a simple question.
4: American, who's hungry? Standard British. Who's hungry? German. Who's hungry? Essex. Who's hungry? Polish. Who's hungry? Scottish. Who's hungry? Southern American. Who's hungry? Irish. Who's hungry? New York. Who's hungry? Russian. Who's hungry? Dutch. Who's hungry? Cockney. Who's hungry? French.
1: Those are only about half of them, by oh, the way. I, geez, no, I, no, <laughs> no, continue it. Keep going, because I'm getting hungry. I, right. That's, I knew what was going to happen, right? She doesn't do a Boston accent in there. Well, was she even asked? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, no, well, no, not from you know, the clips that I edited. Out. I mean, I didn't edit out a Boston accent. Oh, I don't even,
0: even you got tired of listening to the I whole did, thing. I did.
1: Sorry about that. <laughs>
2: The following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m.
1: It is 8.02 on Rock 102. We're going to have highs in the 60s today and tomorrow with lots of sunshine. Highs in the 50s on Sunday with lots of sunshine as well. And the weather is brought to you by Noonan Energy, serving Western Massachusetts for over 125 years. NoonanEnergy.com is your place for more information. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Celtics are up 2 zip on the Nets in that playoff series against Kyrie Irving. Game three tomorrow night at 7.30 in Brooklyn. Also in playoff action last night, Memphis over Minnesota. The Grizzlies are up 2-1 in that series. And the Mavs are up 2-1 on the Jazz after beating Utah last night. One other game, Golden State topped Denver. And the Warriors are up 3-0 in that series. Hockey, the Bruins took 52 shots and scored no goals last night. Casey DeSmith, the goaltender for Pittsburgh, with a career-high number of saves in that game. The Penguins over the Bruins 4-0. In the AHL, the Thunderbirds going at it tonight in Bridgeport. And then they've got two final regular season games, Saturday night and Sunday afternoon. That Saturday night game tomorrow against Wilkes-Barre Scranton, featuring an appearance from actor Christopher McDonald, who, of course, was Shooter McGavin in Happy Gilmore. We interviewed him just last hour. He was great. You should go see him. In baseball Toronto over the Red Sox 3 to 2 the Sox begin a series in Tampa against the Rays tonight at 7 and we told you yesterday about that junior college pitcher who tackled a guy that hit a home run off him while he was running down the third baseline well that pitcher has been suspended for 4 games and we got more violence with the Portland Sea Dogs the Red Sox AA affiliate and the Birmingham excuse me, the Binghamton Rumble ponies. Apparently, Red Sox prospect Tyreek Reed got hit by a pitch on his way to first. He decided, you know what? Enough of that. He ran right at the pitcher and decked him on the mound with a solid right, starting a bench clearing brawl. Tyreek Reed, the kind of guy we need at Fenway. We called the cops ten minutes later, and he was still going. Still going. <laughs> That's it for your 102-second sports. Speaking about boxing and uppercuts and great rights, Mike Tyson involved in a weird incident. Bax will cover that next in his View from the Couch.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Clash of Rock. It's 8:13 and rush. With back Stephen Dave and Rock 102.
1: Nice weekend weather wise. 60s today, 60s tomorrow, 50s on Sunday. Lots of sunshine. Big weekend, too. You're at Rockies tomorrow. Which location again?
0: Uh, Liberty Street from 10 to uh, to noon. They got a brand new, uh, well, the, the, the store's been completely remodeled. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'll be there uh, for their grand opening. And then Sunday, Bacon and
1: Brews, the log cabin. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Looking forward to all of that. Hey, there's a TikTok mom, Trish Nicole. 92091, to be exact. That's her TikTok handle. She's gone viral with over 1.4 million views and about a quarter million likes. She uploaded a hilariously cringeworthy tale. In her post, she explains how she fills her large igloo water bottle each day with filtered water and ice so she can drink lots of water and hydrate throughout sure. the day. Well, She started noticing it had a sweet aftertaste, and her kids noticed the taste as well because they're drinking from the same water supply. She didn't know what was causing the taste. It kept returning even after she thoroughly washed the bottle. Apparently, it was the water supply itself. She eventually figured out it wasn't the bottle or the water, but the ice she was putting inside. Yeah. A bottle of whipped vodka in her freezer had been dripping into the ice the entire time. No kidding. So she and her kids were getting wasted. Wow. On vodka ice. Well, it could happen it, it, it's an honest mistake. I, I mean, you know, right. it's, how you how you're supposed to know that? What? Uh listen, Miss Trish Nicole, we noticed your kids are falling asleep a lot in school. Your,
0: <laughs> little Johnny hasn't passed a breathalyzer in six months. <laughs> Oh my at god. At least
1: he's well hydrated. Yes. Uh she feels like she's the worst mom in the world and yep. she's got a lot of supporters here. You know, look, she's poking fun at herself. She realizes it's kind of stupid but funny at the same time, but she feels like, you know what? I'm a really bad mom for letting this happen to my kids. Yeah. You know,
0: I think if you were uh if you were intentionally pouring vodka mm-hmm. into the ice trays right. and freezing them with the uh, with the that would be different. Yeah. You know, if if you were <laughs> Uh, if you if you were doing something else with the kid, yeah, it would be much different. This is an honest, simple mistake. All you got to do is just move the bottle of vodka or
1: buy another one that's yeah. not leaking. Which is why all the likes on her TikTok account. I told some stories last week when my son got married and he had me as the best man. I said how I tried to kill him on numerous occasions. Like for once time, I, I left an open finished tuna can yeah on the stairs to go down to the basement right he landed on it barefoot sliced his foot open 15 stitches a trip to the emergency room the whole deal there I felt like a bad dad there and then what is is the
0: statute of limitations with the
1: family services with something like that (laughs) I tested that for sure I I haven't gotten a notification yet I haven't been served so who knows and then on two different occasions I slammed his hand inside the door of a car one time we were at Canada's Wonderland a, a uh An amusement park in Toronto We were going to get there early and be the first car in the parking lot We were And in the fire drill to get out of the car and get into the park first I slammed his hand In the back rear door Of the four door car Couldn't get the door open I had to like, <laughs> I had to like use the yeah. key in the lock to go in the, f- the driver's side, jump over into the back seat, and I literally had to kick out the back door. In well, order to free you, his hand. You didn't call AAA and you know wait for them to open it up. Oh, this is an emergency situation. And By the way, the whole time Dash was like, and he's like twelve years old, thirteen. He's like, um, Dad, could you know I, this hurts a little bit? Could you, could you hurry? You know, because the rides are going on, the park's opening up. Sure. So we instead of being the first ones on the rides, we were in the emergency room at the park for the first 30 minutes. I thought I was the worst dad in the world. No. Nope. They had the time of their lives, by the way, and there were no injuries to Dash's hand.
0: So, let me uh let me uh, fill you in on a little story that I am not proud of. Okay. At all. Yep. So, I'm the, uh, the father of three daughters, right? So, sure. you know, at some point uh, in their youths, uh their youthful age, they needed to be bathed, right? And uh you know, because they were too small at mm-hmm. the time to bathe themselves it was up to a qualified adult to do this instead mm-hmm. uh, or to uh, to basically do the whole thing so when uh, one of my daughters my middle daughter was a baby and uh, and teething it was my job to give her a bath this one night and you know we had like one of those little you know, you know baby bathtubs that sits into your tub sure so they're not actually you know you know in the tub yeah unless... i mean, they're, they're in the tub yeah. but they're not but they're they're surrounded by something that protects them from from getting hurt sure, sure. less dangerous that way yeah well i don't know if you were aware of this or have ever given a baby a bath but when they're all soaped up and wet they're very slippery <laughs> now i, I had one of these kind of unusually you know, unusual shaped tub it was actually like a normal shaped tub but inside like a like a square piece right. of of uh of porcelain. Mm-hmm. So, uh I am trying to uh, I have I've have finished the uh, the bathing and I am now getting ready to dry the baby off. Next in okay? the process, right. Right. Mhm. But in doing so, as I have the uh, I have the the towel on my uh, on my shoulder yep. and I'm going to lift the baby up and then wrap her around in a towel. Great plan, Vax. Good plan. Yep. Good solid plan. Yep. I had done it hundreds of times mm-hmm. by this point because, mm-hmm. you know, this is now my second daughter. Right. And, you know, it, it, I had had the experience. I was an experienced <laughs> child bather. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Doing my fatherly duties. Mm-hmm. Well, she starts squirming like so many babies do. Yeah. <laughs> and When they're wet, like I tell you, they're very, it's like you dip them in oil. They're sure. slipping so much. Oh, yeah. Well, I lose my grip and she somehow uh, falls on the side of the tub and bashes her two front teeth out. Oh, my God. Now, What, it, what age was she about? She was probably two. Yeah. She, I mean, she had the front yep. teeth. Yep. And at first, the teeth didn't come out. Sure. They were just kind of there. Yep. But there was, like, lots of blood and screaming. <laughs> oh and, you know, uh, I, as, uh, as a doting father... Uh, was told at the time I think we need to go uh, get her to see a dentist and I'm like no 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 I'm sure it's all fine I'm sure those teeth are resilient Uh against that hard that that hard porcelain and they're just the baby teeth anyway yes well as it turns out she needed oral surgery to have them removed and so for the first couple of years of her life until her adult (laughs) teeth grew in she had no two front teeth but they grew in perfectly that's a good set of choppers Mm -hmm. right there there's a Lot of money spent in North and Doncher, but uh, there was a great deal of guilt and anxiety about dropping children in a tub. So yeah. if it ever comes that my grandchildren need a bath, somebody else has got to give that kid a bath. <laughs> Can't be me. I gotta, my, I've got. I've
1: got. I've got. I'm skittish now. My mom one time failed to belt me in to the Volkswagen Bug we were driving around when I was probably a, same age as your daughter there. Right. And came to a quick stop. I went headfirst into the windshield spidered the windshield no kidding yes wow which explains a lot about me right now right because right, those old VW bugs back in the 60s were really <laughs> were really good in a crash yeah, I guess well if you want to nominate yourself as um, parent of the year or maybe one of your parents who did something strange yeah you could call us right
0: that's right 293 1021 821 a rock 102. this spring rock 102 celebrates an iconic duo bacon and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 829 and Aerosmith on Rock
1: 102. Yeah, With uh, Steven Tyler visiting another Massachusetts restaurant, you'll hear about that in the Hollywood Trash Report during the 9 a.m. hour. It's Bax and Dave with Steve returning on Monday from vacation. We're talking about being Fathers of the Year in a sense this morning. We're taking phone calls as well. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this?
4: Hi, my name is Sam. Hey, hey Sam. Sam, what's up? Hey, uh, piggybacking backing off of your dropping baby story. <laughs> My <laughs> okay. mom dropped me down the stairs of the church that we were walking to after uh, we were getting baptized.
0: Dropped you down the stairs?
4: Yep, she dropped me down the stairs. Well. Uh, there was a gust of wind that took the car seat and me with it.
0: And you're and you're buying the story? You sure your mom? That's what your mom told you? You sure she didn't like try to That's
1: punch you down the stairs? It like a drop kick? Isn't that just a baptism ritual in some <laughs> religions? It must be. Were you injured?
4: No, I don't think so. I mean, I'm still alive. So. Well, yeah, right. serious.
0: <laughs> wow, very good. Well, I'm glad you're fine, and that uh, the family services was not called in to investigate.
4: <laughs> well, I'm glad I could share. Thanks, All sir.
0: right, thank you. Rock 102.
5: Hey, how you doing? Uh, I would like to nominate myself as father of the year. All right. What's your, what's your first name? Right. What's your first name? Pete. Pete.
0: Uh, all right, Pete. What'd you do?
5: All right. What I do? Let's see. Let me see. There are two stories. One, uh, my my son was three months old and used in one of those baby bags, you know, to keep your hands hands down. They just have their face sticking out. They look like a little pod.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, right.
5: Right? So, so, um, so what had happened was I was putting him in his car seat on top of the kitchen table. And uh, as I went to grab the handle, it went the other way, and I launched him off the kitchen table. <laughs> Superman!
0: So, wow, very good. That's right. <laughs> nice. So
5: so what ended up happening, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there for a split second, I said, did I just see my son sail past my shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> and I look back at the seat, and there's nobody there. Yep. So all I hear over my shoulder is, Splat!
2: <laughs> so oh, my God. Floor,
5: face down. And uh, I, I get him up, and I, uh, I take him. Luckily, we have a, uh, a pediatrician right around the corner. I take him to the pediatrician. The guy goes, hey, he looks okay. He's got all the regular autonomic reflexes and, and so forth. He goes, but just to be on the safe side, take him to the emergency room. Yeah. Uh... I was like, oh, no. So I bring him there. My wife meets me there. And she knows that I'm feeling horrible, and it was around Christmas time. And she goes, "Hit the floor, hit the floor, hit the floor." <laughs> okay. What's no,
0: the okay, What's no, the babies hit the floor? Right,
5: exactly. Yeah, right, exactly. So that that was one. Now my daughter, uh, I'm in the kitchen as usual, and I'm uh, and I'm checking to see, you know, she's I don't know, she's little, and I'm checking to see if she wet her diaper. And I lifted her up over my head to check her diaper. And I forgot there's a fan over my head. <laughs> <laughs> so, so all I heard was. You're of it.
0: You're a freaking menace, is what you are.
5: Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Nobody <laughs> should let me near their children. So I'm, 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 bringing her, I'm bringing her down. Going, please have the top of your head. Please have the top. Of your head. <laughs> Great call, Pete. Thank you. <laughs> Glad, right. You Glad, win.
0: Bye. Bye. Glad you weren't arrested.
1: Congratulations. Our number, 2931021 News, is next on Rock 102. Now, here's your... We- 836 <laughs> with back Stephen
0: Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news, brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car,
1: whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So, there was a solidarity rally yesterday. Veterans and families speaking out on why the Northampton... Leeds Veterans Hospital should stay open. One veteran saying, quote, Hey, instead of committing suicide, I went to Leeds. And without Leeds, I wouldn't have survived. About twenty one thousand veterans who rely on the Northampton hospital for medical care will have to travel to off or far off facilities to access proper care. In March, the US Department of Veterans Affairs recommended closing the nearly century-old medical center in Northampton, and the move would relocate nursing home care and rehab programs to a VA facility in Newington, Connecticut, while transferring outpatient and mental health services to a VA clinic in Springfield and community providers as well. Yeah, this is a tough
0: one because uh, you know if you're looking for B- VA benefits and uh, you know you're dealing with some mental health issues, you know, or any any uh, you know any physical uh issues you know uh, there's a great deal of convenience uh, or inconvenience to uh, have to go far away and i don't remember where the the nearest ones are i think you know worcester maybe one in pittsfield or Mm -hmm. out in the berkshire somewhere but yeah it's you don't want to see any any facility closed down for uh for veterans
1: well and tracking back to the statement of that one vet who said that he, he went to Leeds and got great care. Otherwise, he was thinking about committing suicide. That's going to feed right into one of our special guests who's coming up in about 10, 15 minutes, right?
0: Yeah, it will. Uh, we'll be talking to Bill Wells uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow. He's running 24 hours continuously uh, for suicide prevention. We'll tell you all about that a little bit
1: later on this hour. Coming up, Belchertown Police Lieutenant Michael Beaupre arraigned yesterday on 21 Counts. Related to what state police describe as surreptitious recording of seven women during intimate acts without their consent. Happened at his house. Allegations against Beaupre, who's a 37-year-old, include Hmm. unlawful wiretapping and taking images of a, quote, unsuspecting nude person. All these according to the court documents filed yesterday.
0: Now, obviously, uh, everyone's entitled to a certain amount of due process. Sure, But I'm going to tell you. If you're a guy who thinks it would be wicked cool to uh, to tape uh, you with a woman, yeah. two things. One, nobody wants to see themselves uh, naked in a video like that. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to see themselves in it. Right. And number two, once it comes out that this is what you're into, yep. the chances of you seeing another woman enter your home is almost eradicated. Yep. No, no woman in the right mind, after knowing this, would want to would want to date you, see you, or even
1: enter your doorway. Yep, uh, M- M- Lieutenant Michael Boupre may have a hard time getting dates from this yeah, point I forward. Yeah, I would say uh, yes. Meantime, another police official, former Chickabee Police Department spokesman Mike Wilk, pleading guilty, excuse me, not guilty to a domestic assault charge yesterday in Holyoke District Court. The misdemeanor assault charge against Wilk was issued despite the fact that the alleged victim, a former girlfriend of his, did not tell the police she had been physically assaulted, according to court records. She told police she had been, quote, harassed and mentally abused, and that Wilk had become angry when she didn't invite him on a trip to Disney World earlier this year. More wrongdoings. Mobster Rex Cunningham arrested yesterday, charged with allegedly threatening to murder a man also with extortion through threats of injury and witness intimidation. All this confirmed by East Longmeadow Police. Cunningham is 71. He was arrested at his Springfield home yesterday afternoon. He has a lengthy record for mob-related racketeering, loan sharking, and bookmaking. Most recently served a one-year jail sentence after pleading guilty to running a gambling and loan sharking ring out of two Irish-themed bars he once operated in Springfield. Are you aware of these irish theme bars Um, back Yes, I am aware of them. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm sure it's all a big misunderstanding, as these things normally are. Could be. Before that, by the way, that one-year hitch, he served a 17-year federal prison sentence for loan sharking after he got caught on a wiretap boasting about beating up a man with bats and pipes, all because of a $17,000 debt. Well... $17,000. Seventeen thousand dollars. I mean, if somebody owed me that kind of money, I'd
0: be uh, I'd be a little uh, disgruntled myself. You'd threaten him with a bat or a pipe? No, no, I don't. Uh, I don't.
1: I don't threaten. You mean, I would
0: just. I would just merely suggest I want
1: my money back. Strong language. Maybe That's you'd have it. A lawyer present to con- con- convey that message. Hey, liquor giant Bacardi saying this week that American Airlines hasn't paid the tab for hundreds of cases of cognac that vanished from a flight. Now. I didn't even realize they served something like cognac aboard an airplane. Sure, they do. Yeah, isn't that fancy booze? Uh, Well, I mean,
0: I don't know if it's fancy. It's uh, you know, but it's uh, yeah. If you if you wanted to, if you wanted uh, cognac, I'm sure they would get it to
1: you. You are willing to pay cognac prices? I was gonna say it's expensive, right? Especially aboard an airplane.
0: Well, I mean, you know, any any time you are traveling in an airport on a on an airliner. And you want booze? Mm-hmm. You're going to pay through the nose for it. Well, this flight was. From- That's why you always try to sneak your own bottle. Off the plane. <laughs> you can't do that. Yes, you can. can. Have you done that? No, but many <laughs> years ago, I was fl- <laughs> I was coming home. I was coming home from school, and uh, I was with a couple of buddies of mine who mm-hmm. lived in Attleboro. Mm-hmm. So we were going to fly into Logan, and so we uh, we had we I think we flew. Yeah, I think we flew out of O'Hare in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And uh, my buddy uh, had his coat over his arm. Gotcha. And uh, you know, so we got our, you know, we're boarding the plane, and they and the uh, they say, "I'm sorry, sir, you're going to need to uh, move your coat," because mm-hmm. they didn't know what he was bringing on. Sure. Soon as he does this. There's this bottle of Southern Comfort that <laughs> falls right on the ground, smashes into a million oh. pieces. Yeah, it's that's you know, honestly, it's like gold. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's tough seeing that happen to a. 19-year-old kid who's underage in Chicago, Illinois, with a bottle of booze that's now been smashed. Took him a lot to afford that booze, I'm sure, too, at that age. I mean, I was traveling with it. I didn't even realize he had it with him. That's that's how well-concealed this was. Damn. Yes, it was a sad day.
1: Uh, This American Airlines flight where the cognac went missing was a flight between Paris and Los Angeles, and according to Bacardi... They're demanding the airline pay sixty-five thousand eight hundred and twenty dollars, which is what the bottles are worth. This is twenty-four pallets of cases of the French brandy, and according to the suit, about four hundred and twenty cases didn't make it. Somehow disappeared. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of booze. So I don't know. Is this a flight attendant? Is it a pilot? Is it just a, a very shrewd passenger? But <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of damn booze. Whoever it is, they. Probably got away with it, and I would imagine that American Airlines probably has to foot that bill. It's 844 on Back Stephen Dave, and coming up next, our special guest to talk about suicide prevention here on Rock 102. Are
0: you still mixing? 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 850 and queen with back Stephen, dave and rock 102
1: hey great weekend weather wise 60 ish today 60 ish tomorrow 50s on sunday great weather for running for instance
0: well i have to tell you uh the idea of doing anything 24 hours continuously is uh not an easy thought for a guy like me Mm -hmm. but uh, in the studio with us right now is uh is bill wells who tomorrow is running 24 hours continuously for suicide prevention he's in the studio along with kim lee from the mental health Associates Incorporated. Good to see both of you. Good
3: Hi, morning. thank you. Good morning.
0: So, first of all, uh tell us about what you are planning tomorrow.
3: Uh to not tip over. That's <laughs> that's the goal, really. <laughs> good uh, call. Yep. So uh nope. I would just wanted to have an event. Uh it, if COVID taught us anything, it taught us how important everyone's mental health is. Absolutely. So, um so that that was really the foundation of that, um, uh, along with a couple personal things. So it was just it just seemed like the right thing to do because I, I have found in my experience um, that mental health is still a topic that ooh, are we going to talk about that? I mean, some families yeah. don't even talk mm-hmm. about it, right? And um, and it, it it's an illness, and it needs to be talked about like. Any other illness, like well, you know, diabetes or cancer. Well, you know, it's
0: interesting because, you know, people who... I mean, at, at some point in our lives, we all suffer from some form of mental illness, whether it's, you know, t- just depression or... You know, anxiety. An- anxiety, social exactly. Social anxiety. We, we, all, we, we all at some point deal with it. But it's interesting how many people see it as a form of weakness, not to have it, but to admit I need help to get through. Correct, And that, you know, to me... Uh, I, I understand why people feel that way, but it's it's a dangerous point of view to have. And, and Kim, I'm sure you guys must see that all the time.
4: We do. We do. You know, backs at um, the Mental Health Association, you know, people will very frequently, you know, while they're making their appointments or when they're, you know, talking about how they're feeling emotionally, will say, you know, it took me a lot to get here. You know, it took me a lot to convince myself that. I really needed help, that I couldn't just shake it off, I couldn't just suck it up, you know? And and I really needed to address how I was feeling emotionally. And, And it is so interesting, and to your point, you know, nobody ever has any qualms talking about how their irritable bowel syndrome is doing sure or you know how how their herniated disc is that day mm-hmm. well
0: how much do you really want to hear kim
4: because we can you want to you want to
0: change courses here right? that's right
4: <laughs> but when it comes to how we're feeling emotionally or when it comes to how we're feeling you know um in a right. in terms of our mental health we don't really want to talk about that as openly and and we should you know we we really want to Reduce the bias that's associated, the stigma that can often be associated with mental health, because sure. it really is a, a great example of strength, personal strength, when you can acknowledge how you're feeling and then take those necessary steps to get to get help.
3: And Bill, you're helping others, but you have your own personal story about yeah, this, right? Exactly. Yeah. So in that in it, exactly what Kim just said, I um something a lot of us can relate to. I was mid thirties, married, kids, house work and i got to a point where just the weight of the world was on my shoulders and i carried it and carried it and carried and i got to a point where where i was going to sit down to put on my shoes was a very big decision Mm. whether or not i was going to open the blinds in the house Mm. was a monumental decision Mm. So the I'm fine that I had relied on for so many years just no longer worked. And I knew at that point if I didn't get help, I was going to crash. So I, I got a male, blue collar, grew up central Maine in the 70s and 80s. For me to say I need to get counseling was a big step, and I took it. And I went into that uh, therapy session with a man I'd never met before, And he said what's on your mind and I froze I had a million things going on in my mind and I couldn't talk yeah that's where I had gotten to and then he just he stayed with me stayed with me and I finally just started saying a couple words and by the end of that one hour therapy session the weight of the world was off my shoulders Mm -hmm. and since then I have been so much better. Not perfect. I have my dips, mm-hmm. but but in terms of just always feeling, you know, something is on top of me, weighting me down. That was gone.
0: I've always uh, I've always believed that. Uh, I mean, that's, that's a, it's a I, it's a great story, and I think it's a pretty typical story of how a lot of people feel when they're in the the middle of of a severe depressive you know m- that's moment. So true. But I think. I've always believed that you know mental health is always a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It's it's something that you always have to do. And and people that I've known who've you know asked me about mental health, and I've always said, listen, you go and get help even on days when you feel great. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because tomorrow is another day, and there's always something. You know, life is not a straight line. So to be able to have those kinds of skills and to be able to talk those things out. Is vitally important for people. It so is.
4: it is, Bax, and and you know it's an excellent point because our brains are our most important muscle, if you will, in our bodies. And just like any other muscle, when you when you're keeping it fit and you're keeping it well and you're and you're mentally healthy, you feel great. But because now you feel great, you tend to think well. Maybe I don't need to continue with my counseling. Maybe I don't need to continue with my medication. Maybe I don't need to continue with, you know, I'm going to see my therapist. But like any other muscle, you know, once you get it to, f- to where you're feeling healthy and then you stop taking care of it, your muscles have memories, right? So yeah. it's like your biceps. You're going to the gym. You're sure. feeling great. You're looking at your muscles and you're going, wow, wow. I'm bussing. Like, yeah. I, I look awesome. Yeah,
0: that's been my problem. You know, well, Bags,
4: I mean, I just, I can't stop staring at you. I have to say, my oh, God, Kim. my God, Bags. We've, we've only known each other for nearly 30 years, Kim.
1: Do you want Bill and I to leave you two alone?
4: We're having a moment here, Dave, if you don't mind. Should we take the donuts or leave them here? Right, right. Um,
1: so, so Kimberly is here from the Mental Health Association, and, and Bill is here to run tomorrow to support, you know, awareness for suicide You know, prevention and things like that. You're running for 24 hours tomorrow. (laughs) How are you going to go to the bathroom, for crying out loud?
3: Uh, That's a great question. So right now, uh, I have a stand-up tent with a bucket. That's what my life has become. So suddenly, it, by chance do any of you have a porta potty hanging around the house that I could borrow for uh, the weekend? No, I'm no, flexible and that, on the color. No. What
4: happened What happened to the diaper? What happened to the diaper idea? That's a good
3: idea. That's in that's
0: in 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> so if uh, but are, are you doing this to to just raise awareness or you can people donate or you know what can they do?
4: They can do both. Actually, you know Tomorrow at 9 o'clock um, on Main Street in Wilbraham, right in front of um, Wilbraham's Grace um, United Church, um, is where the table will be. Mm-hmm. You can run with us, you can walk with us, or you can just simply come and root us on. So walk, run, or root. Okay. It's a very quick, um, very visible, very well-lit. So come and run for an hour. Come and make a donation. If you can't make it out tomorrow, go to mhainc.org slash donate. Hit our donate page. And, and make a donation in, in honor of somebody, somebody who has mm-hmm. taken the necessary steps that they needed to to just start talking and to start feeling better. Good deal.
3: Great. Yeah. And and also I'll be I'll have what's called an honor board. So if somebody when they make their donation or comes down, if if they would like me to run a mile in honor or memory of someone, mm-hmm. I will certainly do that. And I'll uh, even if you want to bring if you come in person, if you bring an item, something light, a T-shirt, a hat, a stuffed animal of that person you'd like me to run in honor of, I'll do it. Okay. Bill Wells, 24 hours, continuous running
0: tomorrow in uh, Wilbraham. Best of luck to you. Thank you. Uh, Kim Lee, good to see you too.
4: Nice to see you as I, well. Thank you both.
0: Again, the, uh, the website is mhainc.org.
5: Good to see both of you. Best of luck.
4: Thank it's, you.
5: It's 8.59. We're back, Stephen, Dave and Rockwell.